0: Hey, all you hot messes on this week's episode of the Hot Mess Teacher Express, we are finding out the answer to why some teachers are not leaving the classroom. Not only are they not leaving, they love their job teaching. We're going to find out their secret on this week's episode of the Hot Mess Teacher Express. So stick around. You hot messes. Thank you so much for coming aboard the Hot Mess Teacher Express once again this week. I have gotten some great feedback from these episodes, and I just really want to share how freaking thankful I am for each of you and the validity and space that you bring into this community. I think if you're a hot mess teacher, it's it's really easy to want to isolate ourselves in our little worlds of struggle or organized chaos, whichever world you're in. I recognize that it's not always easy to show up and be here. And I just want you to know that I see you. And I thank you so much for who you are and for being here. I really, Hobbes Teacher Express would not be the same if it wasn't for you. With that being said, could you do me just like a really quick favor and rate, review, or share, or even do all of those things for the hot mess teacher express. I would greatly appreciate any and all of those things, especially if those things were five star or like a five star with some constructive criticism. I can take it. Okay. Don't be like the principal in the back of an observation, just digging off stars because you have to, you can't get a, give a five star. You have to give a two star. You don't have to. You can give out as many five-star reviews to as many people or things you can. Okay, you got stars to give, baby. And I would really appreciate and love just five of them. (laughs) So thank you so much. And please make sure that you are following us on all social media platforms. We're having some fun over there. So make sure that you're following us. Okay, let's get into today's episode. This is a question that I think needs to be asked, and it kind of goes along with a previous episode, and it kind of goes along with a previous episode, what makes teachers happy. But this is a little bit of a different spin, okay? It's no secret right now that teachers are leaving the classroom faster than the hot mess teacher express pulling out of the school parking lot after school, okay? And no one is blaming them, especially if you're in the classroom we get it. We understand that teaching is not sustainable right now for everyone. The pay, the disrespect, the hours, the emotional turmoil, the the list goes on and on. It makes sense why teachers are leaving. But there are still those that have stayed. They have not only stayed, they love their jobs. Those that have left or want to to leave need those that feel like they're in love with teaching. They need that secret. Why? How? Please tell us. Why are you staying? So teachers that are happy with their jobs were asked why they're so happy in their jobs. Is there something that some of us are missing? Like, is there a commonality between these answers? And I think you may be surprised at the answers. So let's get into it. So for those of you that love your job teaching, what makes you happy? What makes you want to stay in teaching? This teacher wrote, because I am mostly left alone, I only work 187 days a year. I have plenty of vacation time and can't be forced to work overtime. There is plenty I could complain about, but there are going to be issues no matter what career route you take. I think with teaching, and and this could be a, a point of view for this teacher but they're right we're working 187 days of the year we don't have to work overtime overtime is something unfortunately that we we choose to do but we have to choose to do it because if we didn't work overtime then things wouldn't get done and our classroom and the education in that classroom would crumble but we we don't we don't have to work overtime. And the grass is always greener, right? You could go to another job. You could work in a cubicle, in a quiet cubicle, not interact with anyone ever. And there would probably be still something to complain about. So whether or not that makes me happy to stay in teaching, I, I don't know, but it's the teacher's answer. This next teacher wrote, I am bought in a hundred percent. My kids go to school here and I'm happy to have second cousins and -and so-and-so's kin in my classes. Whenever things get hard, and believe me, they do, I remind myself that I'm in it for the long haul. I want to build something here. I want to be the Mrs. blah, blah, blah from eighth grade. Remember her? A local legend recently passed away. She taught in our schools for nearly 30 years. Just a salt of the earth woman. There were lines down the sidewalk to get into her funeral, and I want that kind of impact. And I know it comes from keeping that long view. That's what keeps me inspired and motivated on the tough days. I want to build a legacy. Maybe the grass is greener at the school in the next town over, but that's not my community. This is. I'm going to, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert here. This is kind of the the theme throughout most of these answers. It's that why, right? That impact. There's this long view. And a lot of times when you're in the thick of it in teaching, when you're in the thick of it in anything, in parenting, in, those, in your marriage, in relationships, like in those days where it is so hard to understand what you've got into, why you got into it, that long view, what what do you want out of this, I think is really important to remember. And it's really important to remember that we are someone's whole entire year in school. I could name every single one of my teachers from school, every single one. I could list them off, bam, 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 right now. And kids are going to say that about me. Too. Like I had Miss Smith in third grade and or I had Miss Smith in sixth grade, her first year teaching. We had so much fun doing blah blah blah. Like these kids and what we're doing in our classrooms every day. Yes, it's, it's exhausting and it's hard. And especially when you're in the thick of it and, and dealing with the bureaucracy and the idiot adults. And sometimes students who are making very bad choices, it's really hard to remember the impact that we have and and the importance that we are in our communities. This next teacher wrote, you're gonna, you're gonna sense a theme here. <laughs> I work in a community I love and it conveniently values education. My principal and assistant principal are always on our side. Even when I don't get exactly what I want, I respect them and subsequently their decisions. The idea that admin are an integral part of why teachers are happy at schools, I think is another important thing to remember. Assistant principals and principals play a key role in helping teachers feel what they need to feel within their school communities. They have that power to be able to make a teacher's experience good or bad, unfortunately or fortunately. And a lot of times I think admin is so overwhelmed and so put down by all that's on their plate. <laughs> Teachers are often looked at like, oh, they'll take care of themselves. They're, they're fine. We just got to do what we got to do for the district. And I can't imagine being a principal or in administration in general during this time just because you're often the bad guy, unfortunately. And I I think it's also important, though, to recognize administration's role in keeping teachers in their schools and in their communities. This next teacher wrote, because I look at it like a job. Oh, hmm. keep the phone away during the period, prepare my lessons beforehand, grade work promptly, have a good time during the day, follow up with failing students, try to challenge the high achievers, recognize some of my top performing students regularly, leave my work at the workplace. I think this is a teacher that I would love to be a little bit more like where I don't take so much on emotionally. And I think a lot of you can relate to that idea that you take on emotionally. It's hard to look at teaching like it's just a job because you get these kids in your room and you just, they're strangers at the beginning of the year and then by the time the end of May or June comes around, you're like crying watching them leave because they're your kids. You have had a whole year with them. You got to know them in in a level that no one else will understand at the pace no one else understands. And it's hard to look at teaching like a job. But if that is a way for you to remain happy in teaching, by all means, look at it like a job. Use that checklist of preparing lessons beforehand, grading work, like put your phone away, set boundaries for I'm I'm not checking out during the school day. I am here to do my job. <laughs> I I unfortunately was never really able to do that when I had my prep periods. I didn't use them wisely. I would usually go sit in my <laughs> my teacher besties classroom and we would talk about things that happened or even talk about other things that frustrated us at the school. Or I would sit there and text my mom or look at Instagram. Like I didn't use my time properly in school all of the time. So again, if teaching makes you happy because you look at it like a job and you can kind of unplug your emotional side like that, absolutely more power to you. Maybe that would work for some of you. This next teacher wrote, I am happy where I am. I am part of the community. My kids attended my school. I'm a senior member, so I get to do the schedule for my department. I teach exactly what I want and make sure everyone else gets what they want to. I was diagnosed with cancer last year and my faculty put together six months of twice a week meals for me and my family. They also raised $1,500 in DoorDash money. It's a really good place to work. And anyone who doesn't recognize that is nuts. This is what gets me. When you have a teacher who is going through something, and we kind of talked about this in a previous episode, where life outside of school doesn't stop just because you're in school. And I think a lot of times we as a school staff need to be willing to step up to help. Um when I'm having a really bad day, I heard someone talk about this about relationships one time where if I'm having a really bad day, you know, you you tell your partner where you're at, like how much on the hundred scale, can you give today, and could they match you to to get you to a hundred? I think that's a lot of times the way that I would love for school relationships to be, and this has all to do with school culture. School culture is so important. If you're if you're in a school where the school culture is teacher versus teacher, or let's you know talk about every teacher behind their back, or let's spread gossip, or or pretend that life outside of the school doesn't exist, then this type of experience, why this teacher is staying in teaching, is non-existent. Because this school has created a culture in which they support their staff. See, when life outside of the school is becoming too overwhelming and too much for another teacher, and they step up for that teacher not even in the classroom, but just outside to organize six months of meals to be prepared for this teacher and then raise $1,500 in DoorDash money so that all of the other meals that weren't supplied during the week were taken care of. Like That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think that if this was an experience that a lot of teachers could relate to in their schools, there might not be that much of a teacher shortage. This is an interesting perspective from a first-year teacher. I am a first-year teacher, but I have worked in schools before. I have great colleagues, no drama and animosity. They're all union and work-life balance friendly. Students are overall respectful. They do normal teenage things, but at least I don't have to worry about my safety. Admin is very pro-teacher freedom. They don't give BS requirements or advice that doesn't help. They know we're the experts and let us do our thing. I'm going to say that one one more time for those that need to hear it. Admin, know that we're the experts and let us do our thing. Just slow clap. It's a great combo of work environment and actually feeling like I'm making a difference helping underserved communities. The kids usually try their best, even if science isn't their thing and we have positive relationships the only thing I dislike is my commute. <laughs> but I bet you because of this community and because of this school culture that that administration is cultivating, I I feel like the commute is maybe worth it a little bit. I think, again, we have this idea that admin is very pro-teacher. I don't want to sit here and harp on admin, and I don't want to sit here and, and make believe that you know, it would be super easy for admin to just support teachers all the time. You know, like I said in a previous episode, admin are admin are the middleman. And it's, it, that's a hard position for them to be in. So I think if you're able to do that in your schools, I think that's a very powerful thing. Um, if you're able to give teachers the support that they need and to make them feel respected and loved and the experts in their field, could you imagine I think that's a huge thing. And also like school culture, great colleagues, no drama. Can you imagine? Now, you know, the tea spilling might not be super hot or exciting, but, you know, no drama is definitely a plus in a school. This next one is a really powerful one for me just because I think a lot of times there's some stigma with schools that are in poverty communities. So let me read this one. This teacher wrote, I work in a high poverty community, but I'm in a school that has been there since 1936. My own godfather graduated middle school from this building. We have a ton of issues in and out of the neighborhood and because of quote unquote school choice, way more than our fair share of traumatized, neglected, or just quote in the streets kids. But my powerhouse principal, you know that this teacher loves their principal and their admin when when they call them a powerhouse. Ugh. But my powerhouse principal and AP do their best to shield us from district BS. The school is getting better every year. At least 80% of the kids are passing and the parents are excited about education as long as you're not a condescending racist asshole to them. And it is just fun. Teenagers are goofy and hilarious and on occasion breathtakingly insightful and compassionate books are deep and meaningful and getting a kid to engage with a book is rewarding the majority of my colleagues are there to do their jobs the best that they can every day that they can and they assume i am there for the same reason i'm in a building that's been witness to a fight against systemic racism and entrenched poverty for almost 90 years and while we are not winning the battle my colleagues and students are holding the line And for the most part, finding joy while we do it. This one is very powerful for me because I think a lot of times we come into talking about teaching and like depending on the school, it's like, well, you don't know where a teacher, you don't know what the school's like. And if you have a school staff and administration in that school doing their best to cultivate a positive experience within their community... It doesn't matter where the school is or what is going up against these these kids and 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 these teachers. This is not a battle for everyone. And I and I liked that part where this teacher said, Well, we're not winning the battle, my colleagues and students are holding the line. And I think that battle is not for everyone. And I want to be very clear about that. You have to have a very, very set purpose and heart to to be able and and want to get up and and have that fight every single day not just for those kids in that community but but for yourself as well so it's a hard thing it's another thing to add on to the plate of teaching but if you're in a school that makes you that happy and there's such purpose behind that. I think there's something to be said about the purpose of teaching and the purpose of teaching and and that being the reason that you are happy in your job and why you want to stay and not and not run and leave. Having a purpose like this and looking at it like as this very important purpose is very important. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. But for those that are fighting systemic racism in like high poverty communities. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do every single day for those kids that are seeing things that I I cannot even imagine. And these kids get up and go into your classroom every day and you get up and go into your classroom every day to fight for them and to and to help them overcome what they can in in your in your lesson. So Thank you for doing what you do every single day in those in those communities. It's so, so important. This next one, principal is happy that I'm here. She has been in my room once, tells us constantly that we're doing a great job, and asks how to support us. She wants us gone at 315 and tells us that family is the priority. I'm just going to leave that one there because I think that says all it needs to So important. So important to have admin. Okay. This last one this teacher writes, This is the hardest job that I will ever love. Every day is different. Every student has a story. And every year means new stories to unfold. Old stories that got anywhere from a new chapter to a new six part anthology added over the summer or after graduating and learning new opportunities around every corner. You never. Know when one of the students is going to say or do something that causes your entire paradigm to shift. I get to watch them become young adults and I get to watch them figure out or start to figure out who and what they are and what they're going to become. And that is beautiful to me. I'm going to end on that one because it is one of those things that made me so happy during the school year to find a student or students every year that you kind of take into your heart and that you never forget. There was a lot of commonality, though, between all of those answers. Communities. Schools who have communities that value education and their teachers retain to those teachers. It didn't matter where the community is, whether they're flourishing, rich, blue, red, or in poverty, like the, the communities are what retain good teachers, passionate teachers, administrators who value the work of the teachers in their schools and respect their place in the community, not only retain those teachers, but have their unbridled support Parents who instill the importance of education and support schools and their staffs when appropriate and do their work from home as parents retain teachers. Teachers are leaving the classrooms and communities all over the world. This isn't the teacher's fault or their problems to solve because they can't stop complaining about their jobs. If you're sick of hearing teachers quote-unquote complaining then what are you going to do about it? As a member of a community, what are you going to do about it? Because it's time for communities to step up and retain their teachers. All right. Thank you so much for being here once again this week on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. If you heard something you loved, if you were inspired by something, or if you have something to add, please, please share with me. You can follow me on Instagram, Teacher Tales of Miss Smith. You can DM me there and let me know what you think. You can also follow, DM whatever you need to on Hot Mess Teacher Express on all social media platforms. And uh, yeah, I will see you next week aboard the Hot Mess Future Express. Bye.